Welcome back to the Rob, Brandon, Queenie, Kyle, and Dawn Show. Good Lord, do we really need that many people? Email the show anytime at rad at radradio.com. A couple of uh, emails here from uh, the Rad Kids at Fire Up Esports Lounge over the weekend. They'll be back this Friday night. Ooh, party! At uh, 6 o'clock. This first email is from Veronica. Hey, Veronica! She's the one who made friends with fellow maggot Taylor at Fire oh, Up. and then that's right. They wound up going out, and then they were back. Uh, Veronica says, Taylor and I met up, planned for a chill night at Fire Up, and then we got so much more than we bargained for. Yeah, girls night! Our dynamic duo doubled when we met maggots Lorraine and Julie. Oh, were- my God! An absolute blast. I love it. I got a chance to talk with Delaney, another loyal maggot, who was encouraging everyone to sing their heart out during karaoke. <laughs> Her infectious energy difficult to miss. Queenie was drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, you're so sweet. Let me see if I can read this the way it's probably written. Girl, I don't know how you top yourself every time, but hot damn, you know how to pull out all the stops. Oh, yeah, I just top myself because I'm really flexible. Brandon, <laughs> you really do have the voice of an angel, and I'm glad you let me steal a few moments of your time to get Ooh, you to know your story better. Yeah. Queenie, you're such a beautiful soul. You inspire more people than you realize, and I hope you live your happiest life. You truly deserve it. And Kyle, I'm happy we got a chance to talk this time, though I wasn't planning on blubbering all over the place. <laughs> yeah, she was crying a Thank little bit. Thank you for my Aww. hug. It was very needed. Kyle, you comforted her. Yeah, well, she wrote in a Dr. Rob letter, and she was explaining to me like how much effort that we put into like helping her out, and she really was grateful about it, and she started tearing up. The only thing Aww. I could do, I was like awkward. I was like, okay, well, give her a hug and see if Aww, I can calm her down. And that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, when in doubt, that's a good man move. Aww. She says, you and your dad are such a fun duo <laughs> and a favorite part of my night. Yeah, yep. yeah. I was hanging out with this group of dolls for quite a bit that night, and um, we ended up actually having all of us a very girly, very emo, like, mm. love fest for Dawn. <laughs> we were, like, talking about how amazing she is and, like, all the, like, just the essence of girl power. She's really injected into the listening area and just what a great... Um, role model she is and it's just it's so cool because I I like getting to talk to other girls who feel the same way about her as I do because it's just it's it's nice that this culture of just empowerment and being able to laugh at yourself but still not (laughs) taking any crap has you really put that out into the world and a lot of us who have really grabbed onto that and tried to emulate it for ourselves and it's just so amazing and it was so cool to connect with other girls based off of that so we got this uh, Veronica and Taylor remember she mentioned that we met up with maggots Lorraine and Julie well (laughs) Julie happened to write in. Oh, my God. She says, I drove up from Fresno to meet the Rad Kids at Fire Up Esports, and I was not disappointed. Queenie looked amazing. Kyle's karaoke was fun. I had a nice conversation with Brandon and enjoyed letting me roofie his drink. (laughs) Really? Not enough. Do you remember Uh, the next morning, Brandon? (laughs) I did, unfortunately. I also met and hung out with Veronica and Taylor, who met previously and became... I love that. Six o'clock, they're back. You weren't sore, were you? My ear was sore. We got a pair of tickets for you to see Kiss with Kyle on September 12th at the Toyota Amphitheater, but you should still play anyways. Uh, caller 18. Is, uh, wow. Carly. Hello, Carly. Hey, good morning. Uh, look, oh, what, look, Kyle is the prize here. I mean, you're going he to see is. Kiss for no, God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carly, <laughs> if you know the song title, uh, you win, if you can call it that. If not, we'll go to caller 19. Hello, Matt. Morning, Rad. Okay. Morning. And caller 20 is Heather. Hello. 
Hello. Hey, hi, Heather. Great pate, but I got a motor if I'm going to make it to this funeral on time. We are looking for an alternative rock song from 1995. We need the title of that alternative rock song from 1995. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Lord, that was half a lifetime ago. Yeah. Uh, all right, Carly, what's the title of that song? I have no idea. Oh, oh my God. Well, then you are one. Literally uh, half a lifetime ago. Uh, <laughs> nice. Matt, do you know the title? Uh, I was four. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, punk. Right, right. Yeah. Because you know what? I've never heard a Led Zeppelin song because they, yeah. they were around before I was. So uh, way to go, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Must be, it must be a theme. Uh, they do it all the time. It's all up to you, Heather. I suck too, guys. Sorry. Oh, 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 yeah. Don't apologize. <laughs> Anyways, you're our kind of oh, girl. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is that your way of trying to get us to go? Well, if you do, I want, I want her to win too. She sounded the most fun. Hi, oh, hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's, a, it's a garbage song. No, no, really, that's the band, Garbage, and it's called Stupid Girl. We've heard all the artists from them. Yes. It, it, I just, that's so Jesus anyways. Lord. Two more chances today for you to win uh, at 8 and 9. Hi! A.M. Uh, we got this email from uh, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Uh, let's, speaking of stupid. Oh, Aww. boy. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, he wrote in uh, to say, uh, hey, Rob, I saw that San Jose uh, passed a law for taxes and liability insurance on gun owners. If uh, citizens don't pay, they'll lose their guns. I would like to get your opinion on this. I strongly believe that there's no way that they will take guns from law-abiding citizens. So, first of all, let's start with just that last sentence, um, just so we understand one another. If somebody were to pass a law that says, for example, in order to own a gun in the city, here's what you have to do in order to do it, and you don't do it, you're no longer a law-abiding citizen. So that was yeah. a stupid thing to write, so let's start there. And, of yeah. course, it's not a law yet. Um, and it may it may very well become one, but that's not that is not at all what interests me. But I'll give you the background. Uh, this was this happened a few weeks after we had the the shooting down in Santa Clara the, at the the San Jose rail yard killed yeah. Oh, yeah. ten people. I think it was. Um, it was right after that where the city council voted to draft up the law for a vote in September. So it's not a law right now. Nothing's happening yet. Uh, gun owners in San Jose would face a yearly tax and be required to carry additional insurance. The Jesus. dollar amount on the new tax has not been determined, although the mayor said it would, quote, likely be a couple <sighs> dozen dollars. So 25 bucks. To, no, I'm not saying no big deal, just pay it. I'm just saying you know, 25 bucks for the same. Uh, insurers assured the city that firearms owners adding gun liability coverage to existing policies would cost the affected citizens little or nothing. And then you get, you again. Oh, okay. So, so first of all, look, look this is one of those... 
and this is why this is not what interests interest me about this at all, which I'll get to in a moment. This is one of those we're making a political statement and we're trying to make it look like we're reacting yeah. to this horrible thing that happens to us. Because first of all, the, 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 the money is negligible, relatively speaking. And then this, I mean, this is, the, you know, talk about burying the lead. With no official registry of gun owners, either locally or federally, officials recognize that enforcement is difficult, if not impossible. Yeah. So here's how they're going to enforce it. Because they can't, they don't have a way to say, oh, the Joe Blow at 123 Main Street has a gun and hasn't paid his insurance, so we're going to go take his gun. There's no way to do that. They, they don't have that. So here's how they wrote, here's how they're going to write it, if this thing even passes. Uh, they are going to authorize, in a mat, just think for a moment how rarely this scenario would happen. They will authorize any law enforcement officer to confiscate the firearms of any gun owner they stumble upon who does not provide proof they have complied. Huh? Now, I don't know how into policing any of you are, but try to think of any of the scenarios under which a cop would just come upon you and 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 know that you're a gun owner and demand to see your insurance. What exactly wow. is that? that I mean, that, that scenario is so... Vague and small. I'm not. Look, I'm not overly concerned about the enforcement. Of course, it's a stupid thing that just you know goes after rights and all that other blah blah blah. But meh. but they also make sure to make it sound scary. Yes, yes, and that's how that's how somebody like Anthony who wrote the email gets roped in. Yeah, you know, you start sending this out on Facebook with absolutely no context or anything, and uh, fine, it's it's it, whatever. Here's the thing that got my eye: the city council's because you it, it doesn't matter if they mean this or not. When you set a precedent, this is where you get slippery slopes and things. This, Because I believe what the city council's aim is what I already said, to look like they're doing something in reaction to the shooting and also say we don't like guns. Wait, 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 wait to go. Thumbs up. <laughs> the city council's aim is to try to recoup the cost of responding to gun incidents, such as shootings and deaths. Gun-related incidents cost the city roughly $63 million every year, paying for police officers, medics, and other expenses. Well, now that's an interesting idea. So... We're going to tax gun owners wow. because guns lead to these responses that cost the city $63 million. Well, then why stop there? Yeah. Shouldn't we then fine or tax the person who's at fault in every car accident? Yep. Or what about how are we going to handle domestic violence, which is the number one call that cops go on? Are we going to wait until we know who, who – and what about – there's a lot of times in domestic violence where there is no perpetrator. Like if they're both going at each other, do we tax them both? Do we wait till somebody's convicted and then we tax them because that costs a lot of money? Uh, you know, I mean we do this with businesses with false alarms. Right, like because we have our own studio here. If the if the, the stu if the alarm system goes off and it turns out it's because Kyle uh, screwed up, I don't do that often. Um, <laughs> and the cops show up, right, and they say, "Oh, it was operator error on your part." They find me. Oh yeah. Well, let's take it a step further. Let's find the business owners for legitimate burglaries. I mean, why? I mean, really, San Jose? Why stop there? That's what makes that sound so absurd. Because you can't. You, you can't predict policing, what they're going to go out on. I mean, obviously, not. over time, you're going to let everybody know, here's the most that's happening in your area. We go out mostly for domestic calls or robberies or whatever it might be. But, I mean, that's a part of policing. <laughs> and as a city, you, you just have to budget for that or whatever. You don't get to then start. You're already charging people. You're already charging yeah, us to have taxes. a police force. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, we, we had a lot of fun. With President Trump when he was in office because uh, he oftentimes uh, uh, spoke like an idiot. Um, and th that's funny, whether no matter whether you voted for him or not. There's nothing wrong with, with 
not having a political team. I know this is very anathema to many of you. Um, and even if you are on the team, you should be able to go, well, that wasn't his best moment. Yeah. So, fair and uh, balanced, uh, President Grandpa is back <laughs> at it. Now, this is interesting because I heard, I actually did hear somebody defend President Biden over the weekend, and I wanted to mention this at the outset to make sure that we look at it through a certain prism here. As I've mentioned before that I had a, I had a speech impediment when I was young. I had a problem with my S's. You don't say. And I had to learn how to, to not say. So, and and I, I, I had stutterers in, in my class. And President Biden has been very public for his entire political career. He's used the fact that he has a stutter. He grew up with a stutter. Oh, okay. To, to point out, to often bond with some kids or, or people that are nervous, things like that. It's not a really, it's not a, this is, I don't even know any really famous stutterers. I mean, I go back to Mel Tillis, for God's sakes, and I don't think most of you know who that is. Yeah. But it, it, it's not a pronounced stutter that you hear often. Um, and so it's not like a lot of people would know, but he does. He did grow up with it, or he did have it, or maybe he still has it. Okay, it's not like I've followed him and listened to every speech he's ever made, but when there's been the biggies that you want to tune in for, I've like literally never heard that. I right. didn't even know it. And that's how that's how underlying it is. Whereas, again, if you ever did know country singer Mel Tillis, when he wasn't singing, his when he was speaking, it was every other word. I'm not doing that for any reason other than to give you the effect of how dramatic it was. Is it really a stutter that the President Grandpa has, or is it dementia setting in? <laughs> well, see, this is where this actually, this is why I had to start with the stuttering. Oh, okay. Man. Because he does have a stutter. That, that, that was around back when he was 30. And he, and he got, now, he, he, he has it under control, obviously. Mm. President Grandpa had a bad night last week. Uh -huh. He did a town hall, uh, at, which nobody watched. Was he, was he up too late? Uh, it could, you know, <laughs> I, I, it, the, the problem with some of this is that we say things that are either funny that could actually be the thing. I mean, the dude's almost 80. I know, Jesus I mean, ma maybe, you know, he doesn't, maybe prime time isn't for him anymore. Uh -huh. You know, no, 9 o'clock, 1030, it ends, that kind of thing. I don't how, know. How long has he been president? Has Six it been a months. Year? Oh, oh, Jesus. Hasn't even been a year. January. <laughs> January 20th. I was going to say, because, I mean, I feel like they age 10 years after a year. Any president. Mm -hmm. It's like a horrible job. So, um... He had a rough night on Wednesday, and over the weekend, I was watching uh, the, the the news shows, and I heard, so the talking points for the Democrats, because that's what Joe Biden is, he's a Democrat, is that, well, he's got this stuttering problem. Okay, I want you to, I want you to keep that in mind as you listen to kind of what Kyle alluded to or Brandon alluded to. Is this really a stuttering problem, or is this, yeah. and again, <laughs> Trump had his moments, didn't he? Oh, oh yes. yes. So, um, there's two clips. This is um, <laughs> this is from last Wednesday, uh, from his town hall, and it's the f and he had he had given an answer for nearly three minutes about vaccinating children for COVID, and he's going on and on and on. This and and this is the last forty seconds. It is not in any way edited, other than what I'm describing. It's the last forty seconds. We have not enhanced it. We haven't added anything. Oh boy, you will hear him. Uh, as, as he gets to the end, you'll hear the moderator, Don Lemon of CNN, try to help him out with making his point oh. by explaining that what Biden's rambling towards is talking about the FDA ultimately approving the vaccine for children, et cetera. But th this is th we'll just start with with this. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't 
the 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 experts say we know that this virus is in fact uh, um, uh, is, is, is going to be uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. So the what Federal you, Drug Administration. A couple things real quick. First of all, right there at the very end, you heard President Biden say, explain what the FDA is. He said the Federal Drug Administration. That's wrong. It's the Food and Drug Administration. Oh, boy. Now, obviously, he's... He's lost his train of thought, and sure, he stutters over some words. That's not a stuttering problem, no, is it? No. No, that's a thought problem. He's, yeah. he's having okay. a hard time okay. expressing his thoughts. I just wanted to make sure. That's how any one of us talks when we're trying to do exactly what Brandon said. That, that was not stuttering all right, at all whatsoever. Let's listen to it again. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the, the, the huh? experts say, oh, we know that this virus is, in fact, uh, um, uh, is, is, is going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means, you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. So the Federal you, Drug Administration. Wrong. It kind of sounds like a toddler trying to explain a story. Yeah. Well, it's like... For me, I'm almost hearing it as uh, he lost his train of thought, but it took a really long time for him to find it again. You know, like, because, you know, sometimes you might go, uh, oh, right, right, right. It just, it seemed like a really long time to be trying to, to catch that train again. It just seems to me like the leader of the free world should be able to have a coherent thought and express what he's trying to say without getting lost in, in all of that, that, oh, oh, wait, 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 what was I talking about? Like, he's yeah. constantly thinking about other things or not thinking about anything at all except for where are my talking points? And any of us that have uh, aging parents or have been around, it, we, we know what this looks like. Absolutely. But to... Kyle's point? Maybe it was Queenie's. I don't know. It, 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 uh, the point about getting back on the, the track quicker. Like, my dad doesn't stay off the track nearly that long. And and that's what's concerning. And it, 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 everybody that matters in Washington these days is 75 or older. And there's nothing wrong with mentioning that Trump's, what, 75? And he had some odd moments as well. This is just a matter of exactly what Brandon said. This is the leader of the free world, allegedly. Listen, some people age well, some people don't. And he's not. Like, I, I take politics out of it. I, I just think it was horrific from the beginning to even throw this guy in the ring to be president. Because I just think from the very beginning, it's sad to me. He is not all there, right? This is a person who's been in Washington, what, his whole life. And I'm sure he's had some star moments for himself, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's like that he, he's going to go down as a joke, and maybe I'm some are cheering. You know, listen, I don't pick sides. I don't want to cheer for that for somebody, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Maybe yes, Biden has plenty of things he believes in that I don't. But I don't want that for somebody. He's he's turning into a joke and a buffoon, and not somebody you can respect for the free world. And they just keep throwing him out there. Well, but I mean, he is our president. So what the hell else are you going to do? He, he when when you do see, him, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't necessarily even deliver his speeches very well. But at least then he's reading town hall. This is him on his feet. It's not Good. So a few moments <laughs> later, he answered a question about the overall mistrust of vaccines, uh, specifically as it relates to parents getting their children vaccinated or just getting the vaccination rate up amongst young people. Now, in the very beginning of this clip, which, again, is not in any way edited or enhanced, he's again going to talk to moderator Don Lemon because you'll hear him very early on. He turns to Don Lemon and says, you got the vaccine. 
And, and he's talking to Don Lemon, and then he goes back to answering the question. The people who seem to have the most impact are, the, are, are you know, that for that 17-year-old kid, the kitty he or she plays ball with. Mm -hmm. you, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor or when you go to church or when what? you're, you know, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? They go to people they respect. So what he's, what he's, what he's trying to do there is the, 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 the big pitch to get more people vaccinated is people that you trust, most notably your doctor. And then he's trying to explain other community leaders that can't come from the federal government. That's what he's trying to do because that's the, that's the overall plan there. Um, and so in the very beginning, what he does is he looks at Don Lemon and he says, you got the vaccine? You okay? Like what he's trying to say is, see, nothing happened to you. But it's all so The people bad. who seem to have the most impact are, the, are, are you know, that for that 17-year-old kid, the kitty he or she plays ball with. Mm -hmm. you, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are, are you okay? I mean, uh. you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad oh, or, 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 or the neighbor or when you go to church or when you're, no, no I, I, I really mean it. There are you trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. Oh, if, if your kid wanted to find out Aliens. whether Aliens. or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, oh or, you know, God. whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who stage. are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? Uh. They go to people they respect. So wait, is the man on the moon vaccinated or not? Right? First of all, we have to determine if he's, he's there. Died. Also, who are those oh, aliens? I want to know. It's sad. We have to no. spend time deciphering what he's trying to say just to get the point that he's trying to get out to the people. Right. And there, only, there shouldn't be that 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 much work to be put in to just figuring out what he's trying to say. And the only reason I can translate it so quickly for you is because I watch this crap all the time and I know what the talking points are that he's trying to deliver and it's so painful. But listen, I I I stand by I feel for him and this should have never occurred. This is rotten. What is happening? He should not be president at all whatsoever. Listen to him. And then he is, though, the president of the free world, which makes me feel so unsafe. Who the hell is afraid of him? If I'm China, Russia, if I'm Switzerland, I am not afraid of Joe Biden. Maybe you should, at this point, embrace one of the conspiracy theories that he actually has nothing to do with running the country. I that, hope not. And that hopefully they're afraid of whoever is. Hello there. Jesus. Jake, good morning. Yeah, this... Uh, him talking makes me feel like I'm going crazy. I can't follow anything that he's saying. And what's scary is if they're trying to get rid of this guy, Kamala Harris is going to be even scarier. This this isn't good. All right. I mean, look, I'm not here to do politics. I mean, that's fine that you have that opinion. I mean, she can form a sentence, but don't blame me. I voted for Mayor McCheese. <laughs> <laughs> One other quick note uh, from the topicality world. The new soapbox posted at radradio.com, uh, which once again just it, it shines a spotlight on something that I'm not going to stop talking about at least every three months. In the backdrop of COVID, while you're being told you might have to put a mask back on and everything's bad, we are letting in, according to the Border Patrol, 2 million illegal migrants. We are letting them into America 
this year. That Those are their Jesus. own numbers. And those are just the numbers we know, of course. Uh, the, the other one, the people that, that we can't count, we have no idea. And what I did with it, this was not about immigration. Okay, this is not about illegal immigration. Although there's plenty of things to talk about with drugs and do they do the jobs no American oh, will yeah. do and all that. That's great. This is specifically about right now, a year and a half later, living in a country where you are being told that your eight-year-old has to wear a mask all day at school, where you are being told that if you're not vaccinated, you are the problem. You're the one that's screwing everything up. However, however, the number of detainees who tested positive for COVID-19 has increased by 900%, and 30% of the migrants who are being allowed into America are refusing to get vaccinated. So they come into the country illegal, illegally, we do release them into America. That is the policy. All of this is provable, and it's all footnoted, by the way, at radradio.com in the soapbox, and not with some wackadoodle sources. We're talking Washington Post, which is left of center, Wall Street Journal, right of center. And it's all documented. You can link over to the Border Patrol as well. So people come into the country illegally. They're offered the vaccine. One out of three of them are refusing it. They're still allowed to come into a country while we continue to beat you over the head to get the vaccine and tell you that you're the one that is screwing everything up. It's just appalling <laughs> so many levels I, I don't know like I, I and i don't know if this puts us on a, on a different topic and we don't have to talk about it but when i hear that it does something to me where it's like you're allowed in illegally you at least should be told you have to get the vaccination you're only allowed that choice if you're an american citizen Correct. why are you allowed that choice you're not even a citizen of this country um, so a few email reactions. I actually got a lot of reaction people. Alec wrote in and said, well, all I can do I, is laugh, I guess. World's gone to hell already. Great soapbox as always, Rob. Uh, Michelle wrote in and said, Rob, you really must stop using sense and logic when arguing your points about the spread of COVID when it pertains to illegal border crossings or anything anymore. Sense and logic clearly don't work in America any longer if you listen to common news outlets. But what do we do, those of us who aren't far left or far right about it? Try to vote in sensible leaders? I mean, where are they? It's all so frustrating to feels so helpless and what does it matter if every single one of us that are not vaccinated if we do get vaccinated what does it matter you're allowing so many people in that still aren't vaccinated so guess what you're still going to have a high population of people that aren't vaccinated because i don't know about you but two million is not a small number uh then we have this note from ann I am. says, Rob, I want to thank you for informing us about the situation with illegal immigration at the border. My husband's an immigrant to the U.S. who went through all the legal channels and had to spend the time, money, and energy to do everything correctly. I read him your soapbox, and he said, nobody ever offered me a bus ride or food or free vaccines or anything at all. Wow. Plus, we have two eight-year-olds, and as you spoke about, they're about to go back to school wearing masks every day, even though their parents and teachers are all vaccinated and kids are not at risk for COVID themselves. Meanwhile, many are being allowed to come into this country with no vaccines. What can I do other than scream into the void in absolute frustration? That's about it. Unfortunately, you want to read the soapbox? It's at radradio.com. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.